<laughs> hey, we're back. It's VP Precision. It's been a minute. We are in a truck. We just landed in Atlanta. I got Jake Vibbert. What up, what up, what up? And Matt Alwine. Hola. We're, <laughs> that was awkward. We're doing a, uh, we're doing a three-way. <laughs> we're doing a three-way. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, threesome of the podcast no variety. Homo. No homo. Anyway, um, we didn't really make well, a plan. It wouldn't We're, be so awkward in this truck, but it's a single cap, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on the center console. so <laughs> No, that's a stick shift, John. <laughs> uh, luckily, it's a big standing cab, and I got the back seat. So. <laughs> anyway, we're headed down to uh, uh, Blakely, Georgia, going to the arena uh, training center, uh, T-Pain, and... Shoot, I don't know. Do you know his co Scott? Scott uh, are hosting the Interal Hunter, the Loophold. Um, I'm not sure. It's sponsored by Loophold. It's an arena where the first AG Cup was held. So we've got some fond memories of this place. So anyway, got a couple hours to go when we thought we would chat with you guys. So I think it's Eddie, actually. I apologize. It's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. Well, hopefully we love you at the end of this weekend. That's the problem with using names is a lot of times you get the wrong one. <laughs> Scott, Eddie, very similar. Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> Should have gone with T-Pain and his buddy. That's <laughs> You'd have nailed it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Anyway, well, uh, what's up? Uh, it's been a long time. Jake, what have you been doing? Man, it's been a, a really long time. I haven't shot in ever, and I'm just excited to get back to it. Um, been, been doing a little bit of practicing. Obviously, uh, signed with some new companies, signed with... Uh, MPA this year, so really excited to, to shoot their chassis, and and they just have a lot of gear that I'm excited about, so that's kind of, you know, rekindling the fire, and uh, yeah, I mean, all my other stuff's the same. Uh, I got 19 matches on the schedule. Dang. And that's four, a lot. Yeah, and four trainings, so 20, 23, um, basically 23 weekends or, the year or events. Weekends, yeah. yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. The, I mean, if you, whatever you want to say in regards to uh, XLR, you were with them for years. Great company, great product, and kind of moving over to to MPA. We've had a great relationship with Phil. Phil. I mean, he, as you guys know, he's been around forever. Great dude. Uh, what do you any anything you want to add to that? Or uh, you know, that's that's uh, kind of hits nails in the head for for me. Uh, XLR makes a really great product, and I really enjoy those guys. I really like those guys. Uh, Kyle Miller is a really great friend of mine. We four-wheel together and race cars together. Um, you know, he's just a solid, solid down-to-earth dude, and, and I I have nothing but great things to say about, you know, all those guys. Uh, for me, it was just a time for a change. Um, XLR was kind of tran- not transitioning, but they were, you know, kind of focusing a lot of their energy in the hunting in the hunting world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know their their competition world, and you know they they just weren't focusing much on that. Well, that's that's my main game is, you know, just competition shooting more than more than anything else. So yeah, it was a natural fit to uh, you know talk with Phil and make something work. We uh, you know they just have a lot of products at MPA and they have a lot of different things that they can mm-hmm. offer, whether it's mounts and brakes and mm-hmm. and obviously chassis, a lot of different kinds of chassis. Uh, they have some lightweight chassis, some mid-level chassis. Obviously, the Competition Pro, Matrix Pro chassis. What are you going to be running? Uh, so I'm going to run um, a couple different things. For all my NRL Hunter uh, guns, I'm going to run the, the Hybrid. And it's basically a trimmed-down version of the BA Competition that they had for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's still got all the competition, you know, all the the 
you know all the things that, that you want for competition. You got your quick release on your mag. You got you know this good good forehand. It's it's yeah. adaptable on the weight, so you can just do a lot of things like that. Okay. Does um, it, does it still have the old grip? I used to run a BA comp years ago. Yep. So it's got the exact same grip as the BA comp, which I, I really like. Yep. Yeah, great grip. And then for the and for the PRS or race gun competition stuff, I'm going to run the Matrix Pro. Okay. It's a little bit heavier. It's also a little bit wider fore end. And really, we want all the weight for for those guns. Uh, I'm shooting 6.5 Creed, so I was able to increase my rifle weight. Uh, most all my other rifles were about 22 and a quarter, and now I'm right at 23 flat. So I've actually gained about three quarters of a pound. Okay. It's not still not as heavy as some people run. I, I hear the numbers of 25 and 26 thrown around, but um, I Are just you really running like that, that wider forehand? Don't they have a narrow and a wider forehand option? So for they that? do. So the the old Matrix is a little bit narrow. The new Matrix Pro is built in and it's wider. It's just all it's all billet, so it's all one piece, and it's just a wider forehand. So it, ideally, there's a couple there's a couple you know pluses and minuses for that in my eyes. One, it's it's going to be a little bit so a con. It's going to be harder to level your rifle because you have more surface area on the forend. So when you throw it on a bag, if you're not level, then you actually have to move more sand in your bag. you got to move more material yeah. to get your rifle to be level where you want it. Um, but the, the positive would be after it's there, it rides just perfect because it's going to go up and down the bag. It's going to sit flat, and it's going to stay flat because you have more leverage side to side. So... Yeah. That that's the one I'm gonna run, and I'm gonna, I you know I was kind of thinking about it too when I was choosing. I was like, well, which which way do I want to go? And now I'm starting to you know internalize. How often do I have to fiddle with my cant? And usually when I put my gun down, I'm typically pretty level anyway. And so that was one of the reasons I decided that the the wider forehand was going to be a benefit for me. Yeah. Um, that was a very long-winded answer on forehand. Well, I only right. asked that because I think I, I heard, I think it was Morgan talking about saying he liked the little, yeah, I, was talking I know to him he the runs other day. that chassis. And but runs he, just, for the, just for the reason that Jake mentioned, he likes, it's, you can level it faster. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it sinks into the bag a little bit better. It sinks in the bag a little bit better. I, I don't think it's going to be quite as stable. Obviously, you got more surface area, so you're not, it's just like, you know, you got a pencil and you're balancing on a pencil. Well, it's going to go side to side real easy. Um, and then you put a, you know, a hockey puck down. Well, it's not going to go side to side. It's just, it's yeah. obviously physics, but you have to realize that in a shooting environment, a competition environment, there's actually pluses or minuses to each of those. So find out what you do well, find out your style of shooting, and then pick the chassis that works best for you. Yeah, and and both of those are going to be great because I've played with, like, narrow MDT. I've played with the Baker wings and gone wide and, and then, you know, Dave's, you know, a lot of people were just shooting plates off bags and played with all that stuff. Um, I kind of like a little narrower personally, but the weights on the ACC also get pretty wide, but they step up a little bit, so there's a little bit of room there. Uh, I don't know. It's all we're it's pretty detailed. You know, we're kind of getting down in the weeds with some of that stuff. But if if you notice the differences that level, you're you're plenty advanced enough to make your own decision. That's right. All those are going to work great for a beginning. Narrow, wide, anything you guys pick, you're going to be happy with to start exactly. with. So, so you're okay. So you just started practicing again. The um, any just a pretty smooth transition over. I mean, chassis are chassis. It's not like you know you're holding it completely different. But you like it so far? Yeah, I, I do like it. Um, 
I really like the four end. It, it is um, it is one of the bonuses on that. Um, surprisingly, I like the grip a lot. Uh, the grip is okay. is different, but it's more upright. And I've never really ran an upright. I've always run the Ergo grip from yeah. the XLR, which kind of has a, a slope back to it, kind of more like a pistol or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so this new grip is is very comfortable. They have the thumb shelf that's uh, part of the grip. It's it's integral to the grip. Yep. Now I'm a lefty, so Phil made mine special, obviously, and I'm special ed. So that yeah, <laughs> thank you, Phil. I appreciate it. <laughs> so as I put my hand up on there. Um, my thumb doesn't wrap around. It never wraps around. It always goes on the, you know, on that same side. Yep. And it's just a very, very comfortable thumb fit, obviously, um, for that grip. It just, it just fits like a glove. So I think the nice. biggest transitions for me, um, and now I probably have a thousand rounds on a on an MPA, uh, just as I'm starting to practice and shoot more and kind of get used to it. Yeah. The biggest transition for me was just the buttstock. They are completely different. The old yeah. tactical buttstock from XLR, which is the one that I ran for years, I have, I don't know, 100,000 <laughs> rounds. Or, a lot. I mean, I have a lot of rounds through that platform. Probably and so, more. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a lot of, of rounds. I run, them on 20, I run them on 22s and hunting guns and everything. So changing over, uh, you know, your first few times you get down, and you're like, what is this? And so, but again, it's just, it's pulling a trigger. It's shooting a gun just get it set up for you practice with it um and now it's super comfortable so now i was i'm laying down behind my gun and it's just like it's it's natural now yeah um which, have you, which definitely uh, makes me feel good have you found it's harder to uh remember to dial your scope now that you've switched chassis that's a good uh, yeah, question yeah so um uh thanks matt yeah so we we were out practicing the other day and uh, my very first stage i I zeroed my, I zeroed at 100 yards, and I was like, okay, this thing's shooting lights out. Let's go. So we shoot our first stage, and I threw a couple. And we're, it, it's like 700 and something yards, and I threw a bunch way down in the dirt, didn't see them. So I was like, oh, I guess I do need to dial my scope. <laughs> that sure helps to hit a target. And so uh, everyone beat me on that stage, but nice. that, that, that's a mental mistake. We should we should talk about the gamesmanship and mental mistakes because hold on hold on okay okay Be- before we leave I've got to moderate this uh, just I got, I got a handful John's in the backseat just moderate <laughs> Jake and I ready to just yeah <laughs> no, 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 I want to go right back into this and, and but I do just to set just before we move on from the XLR MPA I got a, quite a few texts and messages on instagram and stuff like hey what's going on with jake what's so just no bad blood i just said hey there's no bad blood it's just it is what you know just moving along like you said xlr seems to be you know pretty hunting focused still makes a great comp chassis but they've been doing a lot of stuff in the hunting world is i mean anything you want to add to that just for people that are you know what there's i no really, drama, right? yeah no <laughs> absolutely no drama at all yep. um and actually they uh, I, I didn't even know they put up a really good farewell post of me moving on, um, and I think a lot of you guys probably already saw that anyway. That was really kind and nice of them. Yeah. I didn't ask them to do that. They didn't tell me they were doing that. Yeah. They just put it up and said, hey, Jake, thanks for a great eight years. Um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of success with their chassis, and yeah. it's just like with, you know, other companies. I'm, I'm a loyal guy, and I want to lurk. Uh, you know, I want to work long term with people. 
Yep. And so I'm not interested in shooting this for three months and then flip-flopping and shooting this for three months. No, I want to I want to really, you know, get to know the products and get to know the, the company. And that's exactly what I did with XLR. I've been shooting with them since 2000, end of 2013. So it's been a great, you More know, than relationship. probably everybody listening has shot for. <laughs> exactly. You know, that, that was the longest, yep. you know, longest time. They were very small yep. at the time. And... They've grown a lot since then, and I I sure hope that I've helped part of that. Yeah. Uh, and that's you know that's kind of part of being a sponsored shooter or endorsed shooter, whatever you want to call it. You yeah. know that that's kind of you want you want to put them in a good light. Um, you know, you, uh, there's a lot to that, obviously. But no, uh, they are they're great people. Um, I'm still going to go down to four wheel them, four wheel with them, and race cars with them. Yeah. Uh, that's that's definitely you know their their character is is just above uh, above board and and everything is so great with those guys so okay. zero bad blood you're yep. right you know just time for a change yep. and um i just want to clarify i just yep. got a couple messages and people are like what happened i'm like nothing happened nothing and everyone you everybody know, wanted Bill. some inside juicy no. yeah, yeah everyone there wasn't <laughs> there wasn't anything so i just wanted to bring that up so yeah anyway. and uh, i also got a bunch too there, yeah I'm sure uh, a lot of people actually a lot of people they don't necessarily want to reach out to the actual person which would be me <laughs> yeah they want to i, I they was w- surprised the messages i was like yeah they, they want to message me they you want can to message jake just yeah. as easy and the people that message you did not message me at all <laughs> you know, I, so, know. I messaged a bunch of people and told them that there was inside juicy information that's probably i wonder part if of that it. could have had yeah. something to do with yeah. it yeah it might i'll have to reach out to these people <laughs> and ask them <laughs> so yeah yeah again thanks man just always got my back Appreciate you, that. Man, buddy. So, you know what um you know all that topic part of the reason um i chose uh masterpiece arms is is i just really like phil and the crew that they have there uh phil even though i and and i'm not doing this to brown nose phil because he already knows my feelings but even though i was shooting a different chassis even though i was running different gear i didn't run one thing that he had um that I can, oh, I guess I I own a pistol of his yeah. um, that I bought, but that was a couple years ago. Still, the bottom line is, is that, you know, he is very committed to the sport and very committed to just people in general. It doesn't matter 100%. what you run or whose Facebook post you like. Like, all that is just drama. That's nonsense. That's one of the reasons that I, that I really, really enjoy you know, getting to know Phil over the last five, six, seven years, however long I've known him, um, is he was always, all, you know, just always positive with with all shooters, not just me because yep. maybe I was doing better or winning some matches or whatever, not just with those kind of people. It seemed like everyone. He just, you know, that's that was very important to him. So, Oh, Phil's been super nice to me, and it's me we're talking about. So, yeah. like, you that's know, that's you know he's yeah, a nice that's, guy. That's that's nice. Exactly. Yeah, if you could be, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, Phil's, a, Phil's a stud. Yeah. No, so that's that's cool. I'm excited. Enough of that. That's that's yeah. that's uh, you yeah. know all all great things um, come to an end, and uh, that was one great thing that came to an end. And we're starting a new journey, and I'm I'm really really excited about it. I'm I'm hoping I can get some more national wins. I have a I have a very lofty goal of uh, 40, 40 national wins by the time I turn forty. So I have eight months to do it. Who, for how many matches? I got 35 now, so I got 
So you went five, five and eight that's, why got, five and that's why you got 19 matches on the schedule. You know it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I got to give her my go. Well, let's throw a big old party on your 40th and pull it off. Let's Man, see. That'd, be sweet. that'd be cool. That's a really cool story, and all I picked out of that was you're old. <laughs> I know. I'm so Caught old. Caught me off guard, too. I'm, I'm old. I'm old, Wait but I thought minute. you were a lot younger than me. How old are you, John? <laughs> but I don't even know anymore. Yeah, exactly. I can't count that high. Exactly. I'm over 40 somehow. Gosh, yep. it goes fast. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, Matt, did you want to contribute anything to that more than you already have? <laughs> About Jake switching the MPA? Just no, start. I would I, love I, to just. I, no, I'm <laughs> I, want, I actually want to hear about your match. You just we had the open the NRL Hunter opener, um, kind of a end up being a little bit of a cluster. Some good memes came out of it. You guys already know that. Um, so I, what happened, Matt? Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, run, run us through that. Due I, to a binding contract that I... No, I'm, I'm just saying. kidding. I, I talked about whatever. I signed, it, I signed uh, an NDA. I signed an NDA. <laughs> no, I... That was... I, you sure we want to talk about this? No, no, no. No, let's talk about it. So, we... This, 100%. This, well, I, I've talked to all these guys, too, so I could I could also tell the story. Well, no, well, I don't care about, I was there. okay, there's drinking. Everybody knows there's drinking. I want to talk about, you won the match, so let's... Oh, well, that, that was the good part. Yeah. But, yeah, there was... Surprising, but good. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking, probably, really. Probably a good thing they canceled the second there. I'd have no chance. <laughs> That's what other people say. So I will say that um, one reason that that uh, I feel that Matt is very, uh, very good at just shooting in general or any sort of sports is his um, just his competitive, you know, just being very competitive. It doesn't matter what he's doing, NRL Hunter, or yep. you, you have a PRS win, correct? Mm-hmm. Which match was that? Or you have two. No, just oh, you have one. One over uh, the Florida one. Yeah, Florida. yeah. So and and Matt's a very very new shooter. So you know part of the, you know he, uh, Matt hunts a lot. Obviously, you guys know that. You guys see a lot of pictures. He's holding up bobcats and wolves or dogs or whatever those are. Are huskies. Those, are those Siberian huskies or are those wolves? <laughs> Depends. Huskies don't make the gram. Uh-huh. It's just the wolves. <laughs> so you know just. Um, you know, when you take it seriously, you can have really good results. And I think, I think Matt is a very good, um, you know, example of practicing and focusing and also getting the correct mentors, um, you know, learning from people like John or whoever that is, you know, that's, that's been around and, and done it. So if you're a newer shooter and you have the drive, which there are some newer shooters that, that contact us all the time. Um, yeah. If you have the drive, try to pick a mentor. Try to pick someone that is, you know, above your level and uh, in your area. You can spend some time with club matches. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So tell us about your win. Oh, what's? Well, how did that? Where was the match? Oh, so it was in Arizona. It was. Who was the match directors? Uh, Josh Reeves, which is a stud. Yes, I know Josh, but Mark. Mark Bean. Bean. He's I was not think of his last name, and he so makes those sick I was knives. pausing there. That's why yeah. you just say Josh and his buddy. Josh and his buddy, but no, Mark's. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Uh, no, so it was good. The uh, It was chilly for Arizona, and we got a kind of a blizzard blew in the second morning, and uh, I had, I think after, so. One of the ROs who shot it on Friday shot a pretty good score. So it was, uh, it's always an interesting dynamic at an NRL Hunter when uh, a decent score is already on the board and you have a number you know you have to stay under. For those of you guys who don't know, to get ROs, the 
Interrail Hunter has allowed ROs to shoot for free on Friday, four score. The entire course the of fire. Match. The entire course of fire on Friday to stick around an RO, which is awesome, but also presents some problems if ROs shoot in no wind on Friday yeah. or vice versa. It can go both ways. So well, you well, can get so screwed this- on Friday. It's rarely you get the same conditions. Anyway, it just is what it is, but that's what he's talking about. Yeah, and so we got there to check in midday Friday, and it was bluebird sunny, 65 degrees, and just dead calm. Maybe one mile an hour breeze. I mean, just dead calm. And so I'm like, oh, crap, someone's going to put up a good score. And so, um, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, anyway, shot a good score, so we knew we had to stand to that. After day one, I had... So this was, um, I missed several shots to bad yardage. I was really struggling with my rangefinder, and I had a new rangefinder I was using, and I should have played with it more, and I dropped probably five, six points that first day that were to bad yardage. And I finally got what was going on. My rangefinder was reading in the bottom of the reticle, and so it was giving me short yardages, and I finally figured that out. And so going into day two, I had, I think, eight points to spare or something I could drop. So we started, and, and things were going pretty good. And then this horrible weather brew, and you couldn't even see targets. And so they paused the match, and then there was this whole drama with some ROs were drinking or something. So essentially they end up canceling the whole second day and just took your hit percentage from the first day, and that's how they – and luckily my hit percentage was the highest, and I won it, so I could have – could have gone either way, I guess. <laughs> it was some frantic um, text for a little bit. It, it, it was a little <laughs> frantic about how it was going to go down. Uh, yep. Mike Lilly was sure to text me to remind me that I just uh, think his words were, you strive in chaos. <laughs> because <laughs> when things go a little western, they have somehow ended up in my favor a couple times. So. <laughs> a couple times. So they, you shot. how many stages did you shoot Saturday? We shot 12 on Saturday. So 12 Saturday, and so, you shot pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your main mistakes were ranging mistakes? Yeah, I slipped. There was a, at the end of the day on Saturday, uh, it was a pretty good wind had picked up. And my last stage of the day, or second to last stage of the day, was like a 450-yard ground squirrel popper Oof. that we had to shoot off a cattle gate. Well, that's sporty. And I, my first shot, I said, man, quarter's got to be enough. And it wasn't. And I, I missed it just weak. And I went to, I don't know. Four. Three or four tenths, something like that. And I hit it four times in a row or whatever. And and so I finished strong on that one. And that nice. that was kind of, there was that one to win, one other to win maybe. I, I, my win calls were pretty good, but, but yeah, a bunch to bad yardage that just, and that's the, just a horrible way to lose points. But it's it's what's such a big part of NL, NRL Hunter. Um, yeah. Ranging isn't even something we talk about if we're shooting PRS. You know, you, it's it's written on the chart, like yeah. the way you go. And you t- I take it, a lot of guys take it for granted. There's, I mean, in hunting, it's just life or death. You just I range animals over and over and over and over again, especially on the flats. Yeah. And you just don't know until you do a lot. And it, it, yeah, absolutely, we take it for granted in the PRS. There was a coyote at yeah 500 yards or something out in the sage flat, and I shot. That's tough. And I thought. It slipped just over, and so I held belly line and didn't see anything, went on to another target, and then I ended up having to come back to that target after engaging the other target. I came back, man, it, it must have been the other way, and so I shot. I think I missed that target three times. If I, I 
put my crap down, got my rangefinder back out, rearranged him, and somehow it was like 70 yards off on the yardage. Jeez. Put the right one in, boom, hit him. And I was like, you idiot. So what's your – what's your? Uh, I have my own technique on how to get those yardages correct, but what, what do you typically try well, to do? Well, so d- normally I'll try to range behind the target, whatever's behind it, just so I know what it is so I can rule that out. Okay. And then yep. I'm trying to get that shorter thing, you know, if it's skyline in front of that or whatever it is. Um, what was happening was because it was so low in my reticle, even maybe underneath it, was when I thought I was picking it up, I was picking something way closer up. Sage. Um, yeah. And that sage or whatever it was. And that happened to me a couple times before I was like, whoa, this is Basically, what's going on. as you're trying to range above the target, you're probably even hitting the target, and then you go down I, to the target. Exactly. I see. Exactly. Yeah, it's just flat is the flat is the toughest, and that's really in the flats. That's where the high dollar range finders could save you, which yep. we don't use in these. We don't use vectors. We don't. Use, I mean, back in the day, I bought a PLRF ten because that tiny beam divergence. This is, but well before the terrapin, all that stuff, just be, to range coyote, coyote hunting in the flats. Yeah, it's impossible to range stuff like a back in the day. So I had the Swaro EO ranges, and the beam divergence at a thousand yards was a six foot circle so if i had a coyote at you know 750 yards or whatever where you're four and a half feet or something of your like hitting below it you can't hit anything behind it so you just all you just can never get a good range so that's what i started getting aware of that year well before i started competing and you're starting to see it again now with this league depending on where you're at which is it kind of a concern this weekend because we're out here in georgia flat you know we're not in colorado we're not in the mountains um flat is tough yeah. yeah. Can be, depending on where they put the yeah. targets. We're going to yeah. find out. <laughs> yep, we're going to find out. So, And it's also going to be really wet this weekend, too. So it's going to be really hard if they put stuff in right in front of some bushes or trees. Yeah. You're just, just not going to get bullets. a lot of slash. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna really try to focus on, yeah. on those kind of shots, really watching my bullet and watching it fly, watching my trace. And that's why I brought my 338. Yeah. yeah. That's, no, the, I, that's the best way to do it. So I'm shooting that yeah. 22 Lapua this weekend. Yeah. 22 Lapua. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. 4,700 feet a second. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Send yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was pretty quick. Was there anything that stuck out at that match? Uh, unique stages or a position that caught you off guard or anything outside of the norm that you can think of? Yeah, they had a weight limit stage where, so your gun's already got a weight limit, um, but you could only take 20 pounds of gear onto the stage, and that counted your binos, everything. And Did that they count just, your gun? No. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Your gun. What? So you couldn't take your backpack. Even. So essentially it was 20 pounds of gear you could hold in your hand. So if you're a and light, I was you running more. Exa- I was running heavy, so my gun's 16 pounds. So I ended up, they did, I normally have a backup get bag with get light, and I didn't have it with me. And I couldn't even make weight with any shooting bag. My bag's six pounds, my yeah. shooting bag. And so they were like, well, you guys can kind of swap gear around if you want. So I ended up with my gun, <laughs> someone's get light shooting bag, and they're a lightweight tripod. I went up, glassed off the tripod, um, found the two targets, clamped my gun into that tripod. Shout out Arcarail. Threw one leg <laughs> all the way out forward and then yep. used the other two as a bipod and went down prone with it. Well, a bunch of guys just took their tripod. Oh, I'll just shoot off my tripod. Well, it was a low hole you had to shoot through. And so if you were up high on your tripod, you couldn't even see the target. You essentially had to get down to near a near-prone position. Boy, that's pretty unique. Could you have shot off a bag as a front support? No, like, it was a downhill slope. 
it was oh so it wasn't quite tall enough yeah yeah it and was not enough room to back up to get the slope right no no okay. so you have to be at the shooting stick uh, okay. so why not use your regular bipod i couldn't, couldn't make weight i couldn't make weight well, with but it. Your, your stuff was 16 pounds yeah but my tripod was like six pounds my gun's 16 pounds my tripod i see so you actually took off your bipod Went maybe back to 14 pounds exactly. and then added the rest to get to 20. Exactly. I see. So I had no bipod. So they had a scale back there that you were just throwing gear on constantly trying to figure yeah, it out? Yeah, trying to figure out what of your gear. <laughs> Did that cause a backup of people screwing no, around? No, it went pretty good. Really? Yeah, that, there were some other backups in spots, but no, it, it I could see people to... losing their mind. Like, Pence would lose his mind. What oh, do I do? What do I do? What I do, do? <laughs> I would have lost my mind if there wasn't someone there with a light bag because I would have just walked up there with my gun and no bag. But a bunch of guys did that. They just took their gun and used their, like, binocular case or whatever. Yeah. As rear, and I would have probably been fine that way. Take your jacket off and use You'd that as fine. your rear yeah. support. Yeah, but, for sure. But it still got a guy thinking on what, hey, what do I actually want yeah, with something me? different. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool Not stage. to give any match directors any bad ideas. Yeah, but. we don't need any more of that. <laughs> it was a unique, cool thing for one time and never again. <laughs> I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> oh, that's like how the parachute, parachute cord got going back in the day. Some match director puts a parachute cord across two posts. Oh, that'll be fun to shoot off of. And then it caught on until, until it's too sh- shooters old. wanted to tar and feather them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, okay, other than that, pretty good. It worked out well for you. Yeah, you there got, was a – they the had a – Went heavy. Axis Gunworks um, had a muzzleloader stage. <laughs> I didn't get to shoot it. I, it was would have been my next stage had we kept going. And they were shooting one of their custom forty-five caliber muzzleloaders so at like five hundred yards or something, and just smacking this little target like Jeez. everyone was hitting. Anyways, they gave that gun away for the weekend, and I ended up winning it, which was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, so no I didn't way. get to shoot it at the match, but it's sitting at the house, and I'm going to get to shoot it. So. That's awesome. Nice. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, do people boo you when they pick your name? Yeah. Oh, that was the beauty of it. So <laughs> I'm. Uh, Oh, it was a drawing you oh, want? Rusty, yes. Rusty over sit beside me, and I'm like, dude, I, they always give some sweet gun away at random, and I never win it. It's never to the match winner if you're to the match winner, is it? <laughs> Matt's complaining and I'm in the there corner. Complaining pouting. in the corner, and they pull a name out. They're like, Matt Allwine, and the whole crowd's like, oh. <laughs> John, we've complained about that same thing before. <laughs> that is awesome. It was pretty good. That is awesome. <laughs> you, yeah, well, usually you just see the crease, and you're never down there. So uh, No, this was just a random draw. I like random. Them. That's good. good for you. I Gives should. everybody a chance. Yeah. Well, props to Axis. That sounds pretty cool. No, I, it's super yeah. cool. I'm good excited about that. I've been in their shop. It's a cool shop down there. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, cool. So that's first match of the year. Get your heavy win. Yep. Off to a good start at yeah. least. Yeah. Hopefully this weekend we'll get two days of shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's 100% chance we're in the first day yep. and 90% chance we're in the second day. Oh. No, I thought the second day was looking My better. My thought is, is that we're getting wet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. We're, fog is... Fog is really the only concern here. It does settle in here pretty good sometimes. Just because there's no wind, it doesn't move very much. Yeah, yeah we just it seems like it's foggy here a lot. I remember multiple delays, MPA match, AG. I don't know if AG did, but multiple MPA matches I've been down here for uh, a couple years ago. We got some fog delays. But anyway, we'll be good. It'll be fun. I'm excited to shoot. I'm. It's been a while, so kind of fun breaking in guns. I'm going to shoot a 25 Creed, switch oh, it up a little bit. The Lord's caliber. Yeah, shooting a 135 Burger. That's been kind of fun to break in. Seems like it's doing pretty good, and I'll know more on the drive back to Atlanta here in a couple of days. How fast are you pushing that? Man, it was tough. It really, really liked 41 grains at uh, 2790. 
which doesn't make power factor, so I couldn't run it, which was a bummer. So you had to kind of speed her up a little so bit? So I jacked it up to the next node. It's going like 2860, 2870. It's a little little hotter than I wanted it, but it shoots, shoots good there too. Didn't shoot great between. It did not shot pretty rough in the 28 30 40 range i don't know not i mean probably good enough but it did shoot pretty good up where it's at now and it shot really good down low i mean just real really consistent for you know shoot like you know eight ten round groups and pretty pretty legit groups at, at 100 and also at 600 so it's been fun to play with a new i mean i haven't played with a new caliber and you know outside like six five creed six dasher that kind of stuff i've been running those for so long that and 6.5 Creed was so known when I started shooting, it was easy. But this is a kind of a newer, a little more unknown. Little John was finally calling me for advice. It was <laughs> yes, pretty I was. exciting. I was. <laughs> I was like, all right, what do I do here? Where do I go? He's like, well. So we have very different lots of 4350 is what we found out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 40, 40, we have the same barrels, everything. 41 grains in mine shoots like. 2850. Yeah. So he, he's 60 feet a second slower okay. with the same yeah. same thing. So. Been interesting. But yeah, shooting good. So that'll be fun to try. What Jake? What you're running? You're running the same six, the old, Creed. Creed. Yep. yep. So six five Creed 153 Hornady A tips. Um, I'm running slow and steady. 40.5 grains of H4350, and I'm shooting 2660, 2655. Into um, one little hole. Into a little hole. And then Maddie. Oh, I'm I'm full on factory this weekend with the Savage. The Savage. Switching it up a little bit yeah, from yeah. the heavy division. Yeah, I like to like to mix it up, but shooting six five creep more. Yep. I am shooting what am I shooting? I had a little You're shooting a little one forty burgers at what we, speed? We had a little mix up <laughs> where I had done all my load development <laughs> with one thirty five A tips. And yesterday I went to load all my ammo and the A tips which I fine. At least take the blame. Fine. This is my story, hey, so let I'm me tell mute, it. I'm going to mute you, Jake. I'm sitting in the back seat watching Jake stare a hole through Matt's <laughs> no, head right no, now. No, it's bullcrap. It's bullcrap. <laughs> I was going to take the blame. He comes right, over and raids my gun room to get bullets for his rifle. He grabs the wrong bullets, and so then it's my Jake fault. Jake sent me with 110 6-millimeter A-tips. No, that's not Turns wrong. out the neck tension on a 6.5 oh, Creed on a 110 is not great. Pretty sloppy. Loose. And so after we make a, some jokes here, but we after won't. a week of load development, he I finally me. find what I wanted, and I go to load my ammo, and I don't have the bullets I thought I had. Well, he calls me, he says, "Hey, you know these six five bullets? They they go all the way down to the neck, right?" <laughs> I said, "Yep, that's a that's a one ten." <laughs> yeah, so I some last minute one forty ammo and. Uh, yeah, it's shooting fine, I guess. But shoot 140s at 28, 30, 28, yeah. somewhere around there. That'll work just great. Uh, really similar to what I was shooting in the 25 Creedmoor in my heavy. So it, and somehow you managed to make weight with a triple. Oh, yeah. And the 525. Shooting the car, Carbon Barrel Savage, so it's pretty light. So, yeah, got the 525 on top and the triple pull, and I think I'm just going to make weight by a couple ounces. There you go. That rifle got like seven pounds or something, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Right on. Um, yeah, I don't. What's so? What's? Uh, are you, Matt? More like PRS, Interval Hunter. I know you're pretty stoked on Interval Hunter right now. What are you thinking on the PRS side? 
Uh, yeah, full NRL hunter. I'm I'm gonna shoot production again in uh, PRS. I'm a, okay. I'm a big fan of that. So I'll at least try to get enough shoots to get the finale and everything in that this AKA year. three. Yep, they're gonna try to win three of them plus the finale. So we got your boys, uh, your boy, uh, running the PRS. What? Huh? Your man, your Mr. Wheeler. Oh yeah. Oh. Are we, yeah, you guys haven't even talked about that on your podcast. We will, we no, no, we're just, uh, we've been gone. Jake's been gone. I've been gone. I think we just took we've the wrong. We've all been gone. Who's navigating here? Just no, that's follow the this screen, is right. boy. We're good. Oh, no. This we, goes right, but this is where Fort Benning. These are the, yeah, the oh, Calvary people. Both to take the next exit. Notice how it's having us take a U turn. Oh, Gosh, you turn right here. Don't go to that light. Come Who's on. Who's driving this? Oh, wait, that's a boat. Who's Don't driving? Do that. Unbelievable. Goodness. <laughs> We're by Fort Benning. Um, what are those guys, the big guys on the statues there? Whatever they are? The Calvary dude? I don't, I don't. You're going to see them when we turn around here? That's a gasoline price sign. Yeah. No. You when you turn around, you'll see oh, okay. the big entry to Fort Benning. So, um, anyway, uh, so you, a little production and then just cranking through hunter matches. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot as many hunter matches as I can. They're pretty fun. Yeah. And then, uh, Jake, 19 is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, you know, there's we're actually they added two to our region this year. Yep. Um, they added another PRS match in Idaho, which is nice. Very um, nice. So we can hit that. Uh, I'm going to try to go, obviously, to the Lead Farm uh, match and the Blue Ridge match, yep. uh, which is both PRS matches. They, they've run those the last couple of years. Yep. Um, and they're probably, I'd say one is three hours away, one is an hour and 20 minutes away, um, which, which is good. obviously the closest to for a long time we used to and still those are the those are the matches that are within 10 hours there's nothing else within 10 hours so we're 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 a little bit at a disadvantage it's going to be a lot of travel unfortunately um to make some of these matches obviously we're down here in georgia now which is the farthest place from washington state it's 11 30 at night i left my house at 3 30 this morning yep and we're (laughs) still on the road it's pretty normal though but it's it's, all good yeah Yeah, but it's only 8 30 at home john (laughs) that's true that's fair we got an hour and a half yeah we're good um no that's a lot so you so a couple couple drive twos and then uh mostly flying are you do is that what kind of mixture interall hunter with that you're gonna do a, just do a handful of them yeah so i have obviously this interall hunter um i'm shooting another uh NRL hunter which is going to be uh ideally the blue ridge one. Oh yeah that yeah. start of may and you crushed then, that one last year i did good at that yeah, one yeah i think i'm not gonna go this and year then, <laughs> we have to go we need to go back and do teams again for yeah, you have to. that was you a have whole, to. that was a terrible so I'll like shoot that. that. Um, I'm going to shoot Mike Lilly's NRL Hunter match, which is start of June. That should be good. Um, and Mike that's who? In, in, uh, <laughs> who's, yeah, what'd you say? Who? Mike who? Mike Lilly. Oh. Who's that? His name's Michael. <laughs> oh, Michael Lilly. Oh, that's right. That's okay. right. Michael Lilly. Oh, I know okay. who that is. I'm going to shoot uh, uh, those uh, NRL Hunter matches. Obviously, there's another NRL Hunter uh, match at, at, uh, in Idaho. Um, That'll be a good one. Seth yeah, Howard's. Yeah, yep. yeah. And okay, then cool. The then Grand Slam is in August, and then everything else is PRS. My PRS schedule is quite a bit. Obviously, there's I'm going to shoot the, uh, an MPA match, this, the Idaho match, which is the, the one I was just talking about that's a little early. MPA um, match is right back down here soon. Same same place, yep. And mm-hmm. then. Uh, uh, no, so, it's a different spot, but. Oh, it is a different spot? Yeah, they haven't done it here. Well, I, yeah, it's at the place where we went, Matt. Oh, where we did that fall yep. shoot. Yeah. Yep. 
spring shoot, spring and fall. But yeah. Um, so I haven't talked. I haven't asked you. Are you doing? What are you thinking on AG? Yes or no? I think I am going to do AG. Are you? Um, the AG matches that I have planned are the cool. uh, Colorado um, Ruger. I have oh, a. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, the MPA match in October is a is a AG match. Nice. And then my other match, because we have to make three for some silly reason. <laughs> um, Amen. Because we have to make three, I got to pick one more. Somewhere. And for some reason, I thought it was going to be the alpha match, which is the, which I think is the AG. Looking at my calendar, I think oh, that's that? correct. Or maybe it's the Peterson. I apologize. Peterson. Oh, okay. The PRS. So those are on my schedule as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll go shoot those and get in the, uh, Getting the AG and the AG is actually in, um, is that in December? Is it in December? I don't know. I don't know. It has been the last two years. Yeah, yeah. I know the finale is in Kansas the first weekend of November. So, yeah, somewhere different. That'll be cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it'll be great. Yep. Kind of travel around and and see some different places. I I decided that I wanted to shoot a couple matches this year that I haven't been to. I've never been to a MPA match, and I've also never been to the the Pennsylvania match. So those are kind of my two my two new ones. Hembry, um, run, Hembry runs the NBA match. He did a good job. I mean, it was fun last year. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a cool spot. Hope if the Mirage doesn't kick up, but he Mirage, Mirage is rough there, but Just he does bad, a pretty huh? good job getting stuff off the ground and as good as he can. That's, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Right on, right on. Um, what else? What about you, John? What are you going to do with your life? I'm going to just keep killing stuff. So. Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty jacked about shooting. It's been a little bit. Uh, I feel like the fire is definitely a little rekindled. I was telling these guys at dinner, I was like, man, I've been listening to shooting podcasts and, like, prepping brass, like, actually <laughs> kind of kind of excited about it so i've been breaking in guns and uh kind of anxious to anxious to shoot um uh so yeah just this weekend i think next week i'll probably fly over to denver i think i'm gonna do dorgan's internal hunter i can't go to your guys's because i'm gonna be at the safari club international show in nashville we're gonna fly out there for a hunt and trade show in three weeks and then the fourth week after that i'm gonna shoot again i'm just gonna every weekend i'm home i'm gonna try to shoot so I'm going to try to shoot as much as I can. In March, I'm going up to the Arctic for a muskox hunt, um, kind of a big hunt. And then um, trying to hunt, shoot a lot because we do have some hunts coming up. I got a pretty exciting some stuff going on this next year. That's I'm going to be gone quite a, a fair bit, probably not as much as this year, I hope. This year was awesome, but it was... I think it bordered on too much. It was it was too much. Yeah. So, um, I it was great. I'm grateful for it, but I don't want to do that again. So, um, hopefully, a, a few less. Um, really gonna enjoy those. I mean, we were bouncing from hunt to hunt so fast. It was like, it was amazing. But Crazy. It, was, it was also fun to like soak it in and like really look forward to these cool experiences. So a little bit less of that. But I'm I'm super jacked on 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 shooting PRS as well. I've been. Kind of prepping Dasher stuff, prepping my 6.5 Creed, and um, just trying to get some stuff stocked up and bought. Components are a little, as you guys know, Pricey. jacked how they've been. So I've been I've been buying stuff and trading stuff. i just kind of been out of the loop a little bit, to be honest. I didn't shoot much. I mean, I guess I shot I shot four or five PRS matches at the beginning of last year and had a decent score. I, could, I just couldn't make the finale, and I couldn't make AG. So it was kind of a not super motivated when you knew you couldn't get to the big show and 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 give it take go you know see what see how it shook out but um 
I'd like to at least get to AG this year, um, if not the finale. I'd like to go to the finale because I've heard it's a really cool venue, like 360-degree shooting, a lot of wind. I think it would be pretty fun. So. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, so. that sounds great. Less than 6 Yeah, exactly. So, no, I just want to practice. I've been – we could probably go over the neighbors. I can shoot a six at my house, six hundred. But I want to. They can. We can stretch it out just next door, a little four four wheeler ride around these uh, some trees and stuff. And I want to set up some some troop lines and do a little practice and trying to get after a little bit. So um, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out, how things go. I missed. It was always last year. I missed. I missed finale. I missed the NRL finale for a, a funeral. I missed a big match for the, for a wedding and just. And then hunting, it just seemed like all the big, all the big dates came on other, you know, significant things that we had going on. Just so not bad, just is what it is. So um, I'm excited for this year. It'll be fun. I love it. Yeah. So I don't know anything. Uh, anything else you guys want to hit on? We'll probably we'll do a recap on the way back. Let you guys know how 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 it shakes out. Um, but I don't. I don't know. Kind of getting getting back into it. We got a lot of hunting stuff going on. Um, I still need to do some hunting podcasts. Guys are asking, and I feel bad, but I need to do those uh, sooner or later. I got some lined up with some guides. Um, need to do one with Ben. Got some of that stuff going on. Uh, did you want to mention triggers, Jake? Uh, yeah, we we got a new shipment um, of our gold uh, Trigger Tech Diamonds. Boom. So we do have some of those. You can check those out at the uh, on the VP website. That's VP Precision. Yeah. That's VP, I think. You can also yeah, get them on www.goldisbest.com. <laughs> Only two W's. <laughs> Only two W's. <laughs> so, it. yeah, check those out. They are in stock. Um, obviously, those are hard to get, so we only have a select number of them. So after they're sold out, then they are sold out, and we'll, yep. um, you know, we'll eventually we will replenish. But just so you guys know, we do have those in stock now, and we can. Uh, and they look good in the so chassis. Good. I love it. Love it. Yeah. It's a, Who's that? It, it, oh, Rhett Daniels. <laughs> yeah, Rhett Daniels. Yeah, if the trigger's gold, the bird will fold, That's the right. buckle fold, or whatever you want to. That's awesome. Know. You guys have all seen Rhett Daniels on so Instagram. Check those out. Um, same price last year. Uh, we didn't we didn't raise the the prices with the rest of the industry, so we got the exact same price. Um, nice. So you guys can get those right on the site, and uh, we'll ship them out. Mm, right on, right on. Maddie, anything? Uh, <laughs> the Felicia. <laughs> oh, we got a radar detector going off here. Um. Anything you want to say, Matt? You good? You got your cat? Your kids killing some some pretty good bobcats lately. Yeah, monsters up at the compound. Yeah, say you want a hunting podcast, get Mert on. He'll uh, straighten you out. On How old's Mert now? Ripe old age of seven. Seven. We need to get him on for a minute. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> He's a killing machine. Yeah, he is. We were in we were in Hawaii last. Was it last year? Yeah. And every day, Mert would. I'd wake up. Like well, we took the boys down, so I'd wake up and I'd look. Over my feet in the bed, a slider looking outside, and Mert would be standing there with his pellet gun. John, John, let's go, go get, get some mongoose. You want to go hunting? <laughs> oh my God. Some days I would, some days I wouldn't. I'm like, go for it, buddy. I'll catch up with you. A couple walk arounds with him, shooting mongoose or whatever. He's a riot. He's an out. He reminds me of me. I, oh, I just, that's how it was every day. It was, I just, I love it. It's fun to watch him. He's a killing machine. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, what was it? You got a couple of cats. Mert got one, and he Mert got two, and Max got one. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Killing some bobcats this winter. 
How are the deer faring up there? Oh, they all left. I don't even know. They're down in the valley. Are so they dead or left? I, I hope they just left. But we went from no snow to about six feet of snow at our house in about two weeks. Dude, you posted a trail cam picture of, like, <laughs> this deer's eyes and ears sticking out trying to go by a trail cam. Like, it, literally, like, the top of his head was sticking out of the snow. It, it was bad. I think they. I think it hit so hard and fast they went to the valley, where which the valley's melted out right now. So hopefully yeah. they're down. Hopefully they got down there yeah. and didn't die. Hopefully they come back. So anyway, side note on the hunting world, but um, cool. All right, well we'll get back to you guys. I'll get this. Maybe we'll, maybe I can email this out from the hotel and get it up right away, and then we'll hit this um, on the way back. And hopefully we have some updates. Jake shooting heavy class. I'm shooting light, and Matt shooting factory. Oh, so, what a coincidence! Yeah, I don't know wow. how that worked out. <laughs> that worked out good. It certainly did. <laughs> we'll see who's laughing on the way back. So we're yeah. all shooting. We're all going for the overall, but who knows? We'll probably get beat by three Georgia boys crawling out of the woods after chasing raccoons or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot, a lot of running dogs down here, beagles or something. Or, I don't know what they do down here. That's funny. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll wrap it up with that. Doodles. <laughs>